0: We all have questions. We all need answers. It is on this program that we get our answers from the Bible. It's time to Ask the Preacher with Reverend Carl Gallups of Hickory Hammock Baptist Church in Milton, Florida. Welcome to another edition of Ask the Preacher. I'm your host, Mike Bates, and with me in the studio, as he is every week, the pastor of Hickory Hammock Baptist Church in Milton, Florida, Reverend Carl Gallops. Welcome, Carl. Hey, Mike. It is my honor to be here again. Well, I don't know how many more weeks we're going to be able to do this program, but hopefully by the end of this show will at least have some inclination. That, that's I, I a know where you're going. <laughs> foreshadowing to the question for today. Yeah. Today's yeah. question... Just for our listeners, you
1: told me about, uh, about 15 minutes ago what the question was right. going to be. So I've had all the 15 minutes to prepare for this magnificent question. Well, and maybe we all have
0: only 15 minutes to prepare. Maybe the end of this show won't actually come. <laughs> I'm waiting with bated breath, Mike. Ask the question. All right. Here's the question for this week's episode of Ask the Preacher. When will the world come to an end? Yeah. March the sixteenth, two thousand and
1: thirty-three. <laughs> no. That's specific. Well, <laughs> yeah. huh? well, no, I'm being funny, of course. And we, you know, we do have to be what careful. What time
0: of the day? <laughs> yeah. <At four laughs> and in p- what time Four zone? fifteen
1: p.m. Uh, but I mean, do you know though? Do you know? Well, y- y- let me let me set it up like this. Um, there are definitive clues in the scripture as to the t- as to the signs of the time of the end. And and I'm gonna that's what we're gonna talk about in this show. There are the signs of the time of the end. But you know, that question is the question you asked is a very fair question, and it's a it's an age-old question. Do you know the disciples, Jesus' disciples asked him that question in Matthew 24? Tell us when will the sign of your return be? When will the sign of these things come? And basically paraphrasing, when will it all end? When when will it when will it all start over with your return? And they were convinced it would happen before they died. I think that they were convinced that it would happen in their their lifetime. And uh, so the question is a very fair one. And I was being funny by setting a specific date, time, and hour because Jesus did warn us against that. He did say that no man knows the day or the hour, not even the angels in heaven, but only the Father. See, and listen to what he says now. He's very specific. No one knows the day or the hour. Yet the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation are filled with prophecies of the signs of the, of the end of time of that age, if you will, of that generation, if you will, or of, of that season of earth's existence, if you will. So we can discern, if you're a student of the word, and a careful student of the word and careful with your exegesis, that is the exegetical uh, mining out of the facts of Scripture, if you're contextual and careful, you can discern s- the signs that the human, gener- the human uh, race can look for to, to, to discern whether or not it may be within that generation of the end. But now, the second thing I would like to do before I get into these signs is to define what we mean by end. End. Because when people say end of the world, I mean, that. do they mean the end of all things forever and ever? Well, no, the Scripture's clear about that, that it would simply mean the end of the human history epic as we know it, the last six to 10,000 years of actual human history from the Garden of Eden until about where we are today. Uh, that historical epic period of time would end, and then the Scripture tells us, and particularly Revelation, but it's mentioned in other books, even in the Old Testament, that, that there will be a new Time, a new age, if you will, and I hate to use that phrase because it's been borrowed by what we call the New Agers, which are a bunch of nuts. But but the new age, the true new age, uh, is ushered in at the return of Jesus Christ and the setting of his of his kingdom. And then, of course, Revelation speaks of the eventual new heaven and new earth. And now that that that, that could be a whole nother show. But because today we're going to deal with these signs of the times, these signs that are clearly mentioned, and there are four or five. Really astounding, unmistakably interpreted. Uh, interpreted, excuse me, in, unmistakably interpreted um, uh, signs that that we can look for, and, and I. Uh, suggest that some of them are right before us even now. Um, and so we're going to deal with those here in just a few moments. But, uh, but anyway, so you asked the question, you know, when will, it, when will it end? Well, what do we mean by the end? Well, what we mean is, is the end of this earth age history period as we know where man basically has been allowed to rule and reign over the face of the earth and, and commit all of his atrocities along with the good that he's done. But, but it will be at the return of Jesus Christ which he has promised and the, even the Old Testament speaks of the second coming of Jesus. And when all things, the Bible says, will be made new. The heavens and the earth. Now that word heaven doesn't mean God's throne, but it means the elements, the sky, the universe, the stars, the, uh, the atmosphere. All of that will be made new along with a new creation. Um, so anyway, now back to the original question. Now that we've defined what we mean by the end of time or when will it end. And then secondly, just cautioning people to, to uh, even though I'm going to give you some really good stuff here. I want to caution people not to be real dogmatic about this because Christians or branches of Christianity have been made fools of down through history. Uh, trying to set a day and a time, uh, 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 trying to set to be very dogmatic about certain things that happen in history and say, okay, that's that's it, that's the end of time, and then of course it doesn't come, and and uh, those particular groups are made to look very foolish. In fact, there's even uh, there have even been some cults formed around this understanding of the end of time, and 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 they're made to look rather foolish. So we want to be careful that we d- we don't do that here today, but let's just talk about some things that the Bible does say regarding this time of the end. Now I mentioned a few moments ago Mike that even the Old Testament speaks of it. Um, and because this show is only 25-30 you know, minutes, I golly there's so many scriptures. But I'm just going to refer to some in the Old Testament and some in the New Testament and then I'll paraphrase the general biblical teaching on this and I would encourage the listeners to do, a, uh, do their own uh, research and study. But one of the Old Testament books that comes to my mind immediately with some astounding statements about discerning the end times now now let's go ahead for definition's sake and say that when I'm speaking of end times I'm talking about, like Jesus, I'm not setting a day or an hour, but I'm talking about a season of human history, a generation perhaps, okay? Um, Jesus said in Matthew 24, he gave a bunch of things and then he said this, this generation will not pass until all of these things come to pass. So he was speaking of a, of a generation that will experience this, these end time phenomena. And in Daniel chapter 12, there's some astounding prophecies. Of some of that phenomena. One of them is, and I'm going to paraphrase it because different because different uh, 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 translations state it a little differently, but basically it says, in that time of the end that uh, people will go to and fro over the face of the earth and knowledge will increase. All right, now there's a prophecy there. In that end time generation two huge things are going to happen. Transportation and communication and information and Technology will will increase. Well, there's always been increases in transportation and information technology. But think about it, Mike. Only in the last hundred years have we gone from riding horses and carriages to automobiles and landing on the moon. Only in the last hundred years. I mean, if let's say humans have been here for 10,000 years. That means for 9,900 years, man either walked or rode beasts of burden or fashioned carts and things to be pulled by beasts of burden. For 9,900 years of 10,000 years, but it's only been in the last 100 years that we went from riding horses or walking to landing on the moon and traveling at supersonic speeds and jet airplanes, etc. Now, and everything else, submarines, I mean, under the surface, over the surface, in the air, in space, on other planets, or the moon, you know, an an, an orbiting body outside of our earth, I mean, in, in the last hundred years. Now. Now, I mean, we can go right on through all the technologies from from what we would now consider crude technologies of of the of the old-fashioned telephones. But where are we now? Uh, cell phones, instantaneous communication. Everybody, including children, have cell phones. Instantaneous communication. That's just been developed in the last handful of years. Uh, um, uh, instantaneous uh, cable television, worldwide television. We see things instantaneously live because of satellite technology, GPS technology, uh, internet technology. Um, it, it, it just goes on and on. On, the whole computer age all of these things have come to fruition in the last you know de- couple of decades that's it and 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 there's been a massive explosion of communication transportation and information technology and the book of daniel says when that happens you're living in the last days okay now that's a very definitive prophecy in the book of daniel another definitive prophecy in the book of daniel in chapter 12 is it says that There will be a time of distress in the world like man had never seen before. We can talk about that later if you like, but I mean, think on that just a little bit. A time of distress. There will be such a time of distress that the the world has never seen before. That's in Daniel chapter 12. And Jesus basically uh, says the same thing in the New Testament. So another thing that Daniel chapter 12 says that astounds me is it says that in the end times... He says to Daniel, he gives Daniel the whole prophecy, the book of Daniel, and then Daniel closes with these words. Now Daniel, seal up this prophecy until the time of the end. Now Mike, to me that means that there would be some of the surface prophecy of Daniel that would be easily understandable through the ages, but there would be some of it that would not even be really understandable. Listen, until the time of the end. Because see, that, that, that command implies that there will be a time when it will be unsealed. Well, do you know what has happened in our lifetime just in the last 10 years? Computer technology, the ability to, to dig into the scriptures three-dimensionally, we've got the whole Bible code phenomena, which we can do another whole show on that, and, and that's a very real phenomena. Now I, you know, we, we need to do another show on that to get into the depths of it, but with computer technology, and with our understanding of the revision, of the reviving of the Hebrew language, which was dead for several thousand years because of the Jews being scattered over the earth, but now that has come about in our lifetime, now these things are being unsealed before our very eyes. And and the book of Daniel says that these words and these prophecies will be sealed. He says, seal them up, Daniel. But then he said, until the time of the end, implying that in the time of the end, we would have the technology and the knowledge and the understanding to unseal some of the meanings of these prophecies. So aren't those astounding, Mike? I mean, from Old Testament prophecy, the book of Daniel written about 500 years before Christ, and of course Christ being some 2,000 years ago. So 2,500 years ago, the prophecies were that there's going to be a time in human history when information, communication, and transportation technologies are going to explode. There will be distress worldwide And there will be such technology available to unseal the deep meanings of the prophecies of that particular book specifically. And I maintain that all three of those things are happening in our lifetime. And that comes from a book written 2,500 years ago. Now I still have a lot more, I see you have a question on your mind, but I have a lot more from from the New Testament. Do you think that the Bible code is legitimate?
0: I do, and I would really? love to, I do to, to well, a certain I look degree. to doing a show on that, because yeah. I've always kind of assumed yeah. it was nonsense. No, no, no,
1: to a certain degree, and I would love to do a show on it, and uh, I have some af- astounding research that I've done on it that has just, just blown, blown me away, and I uh, okay. would love to do a show
0: on well, it. Well, we will do a show on that okay. in the future. We're going to continue with this show, but first we've got to take our break. When we come back, though, okay. I'm going to ask you, um, are we living now in these times of distress that you mentioned a moment ago? Okay. We'll get the answer to that question when Ask the Preacher continues. Welcome back to Ask the Preacher. I'm Mike Bates, and with me in the studio, Reverend Carl Gallops of Hickory Hammock Baptist Church. Carl, before the break, I was uh, asking, are we living right now in these times of distress that you referred to in the first half of the program?
1: Well, I believe it's quite possible, Mike, that we may be in that generation or very near that generation because of other biblical signs that are mentioned and that we'll get to in a few
0: moments. Well, if you could address this, because it's throughout human history, I mean, the disciples thought they were living in the end times. During the great plague in Europe, the, the Mongols taking over, the Crusades... The, the Civil War in the United States, that, that calamity. World War One, you know, the Great War. World War II, millions upon millions more death than it, it ever occurred. People thought the U.S. and USSR were going to be in a nuclear Armageddon. Gulf War, oh, the war, the what was it, the mother of all wars. Oh, this is biblical. This is the beginning of the end. Ha- but none of those really seemed, at least on the surface, to have come to pass to mean anything, unless the end of times are going to take forever. So how do you kind of address that? Are we... Yeah in this generation living in the end times? Yeah. Well, Mike, let me answer that question by, that, by throwing out a lot
1: of biblical facts here and then I will get very specific about that. I know it's always dangerous to say, oh yeah, all the rest of them were mistaken, but we're, we, we're not mistaken and we are living in the end times. And I'm not sitting, sitting here saying the sky is falling. I'm saying that the Bible says that there are some very specific definitive uh, signs that one can look for to know whether they may be in that end time generation. Now what's a generation? I don't know, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. Uh, when did it start? I don't know. Maybe 30, 40 years ago. Maybe we're in the middle of it uh, or not. But I believe these definitive signs define our lifetime and our generation. First of all, going back to Daniel, talking about information technology, transportation technology, communication technology, for sure it is there. Um, uh, you, you go on through the, uh, uh, the scriptures um, in the Old Testament and New Testament. To me, this is a big one. We've done a whole show on this, Mike. The biggest sign to me is the Old Testament and New Testament prophesied that Israel would be taken into captivity, would be gone... But that it would be re-established, and there's different uh, figurative ways that the Bible describes that. One of them is called the reblooming of the fig tree. Another one is the valley of the dead bones, dry bones being made to live again. And b- biblical students will remember these. Um, but Old Testament and New Testament was prophesied that there would come a time in human history when the nation of Israel would be reborn. And then Jesus said, and the Old Testament prophets said, when you see that, you'll know that you're living in that generation of the end times. Well, Mike, 1948. Israel was reborn after 2,000 years of being nothing, the only nation in human history to ever have that happen to it, yet it was prophesied thousands of years before that it would. So when you talk about information technology, communication technology, transportation technology, the rebirth of Israel, all of these astounding prophecies made thousands of years ago, they've all happened in our lifetime, but that's not the end. Another huge one, Matthew chapter 24, there's nestled a a neat little verse, just one little verse. I don't remember the exact verse reference, but it's in Matthew 24 where Jesus was talking to his disciples. And he said, he said, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached unto all of the earth. And then listen to what Jesus said. And then the end will come. See, he gave us the answer. Well, what was his definitive clue that the gospel would be preached unto the ends of the earth? Now think about it, Mike. The technology for that has not existed until about five years ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I mean, literally. And, And about five years ago, the Southern Baptist set as a goal for the year 2000, and I forgot, 20... That they wanted to make sure that the gospel was preached to every man woman boy and girl in the, in the world he said "Well, how can that be He said missionaries no 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 no. we're talking internet we're talking cable tv we're talking transportation information communication technologies that are exploding radio television uh periodicals newspapers internet ex- cell phones et etc 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 plus missionary movements and all the technology they have available and that's just southern baptist we're just one denomination there are other denominations that have set similar goals and jesus said When that happens, when that day comes, that everybody will have heard, Jesus said, then the end will come. Those are his words. We are the only generation to ever live that has had that technology. Fifty years ago, people laughed at that. How can you get the gospel to every man, woman, boy, and girl in the the world? How can that happen? A hundred years ago, people scoffed it. A thousand years ago, people thought that's absolutely impossible. But in our lifetime, as I said it, what was your response? You went, hmm. Why did you do that? Because you
0: know it's entirely possible. They were impressed with the Gutenberg... Printing press yes, and the Gutenberg right. Bible, now but that we, pales in comparison pales in to the comparison communication to technology of right. today.
1: So, so you say these things now about information, transportation, communication, people go, hmm, yeah, we got that now. When you say preach the gospel to all the world, you go, yeah, we can do that today. When you say the rebirth of Israel, say, yeah, that happened in my lifetime. These are all biblical prophecies that were written thousands of years ago, Mike. And all of them say when you see these things happen, you know that you're there. Now, does that mean tomorrow? No, not necessarily. Does it mean 10 years from now? No. Does it mean 50 years from now? Not necessarily. But it means that we are in the very, very, very last days of human history as we know it. Now, it may not even be in mine in your lifetime. Mike, I'm 50 years old. So, you know, what do I have? Another 25 years? It may not be in my lifetime, but it could be in my grandson's lifetime or his child's lifetime. But I don't think much further than that. I think we're in the very, very, very last days of human history based upon these prophecies. But there are more prophecies. One of the biggest ones is in Daniel chapter seven, chapter nine, chapter 12, in Second Thessalonians and Matthew chapter 24, and in first and Second Peter, and on and on, in First John, Second John, and other scriptures as are coming to my mind, there are these prophecies about the coming Antichrist. He will be a definitive mark of the end times. Uh, Has that happened yet? Hasn't happened yet. But think of this interesting prospect. If we're living in the very last days, it's possible that the man that's going to be the Antichrist is alive today on the face of the earth. That's entirely possible. It's entirely possible that he is a worldwide political figure even now who will rise to that position. It's entirely possible. Um, So when you take all of these things into consideration, now, you asked the specific question about the distress that was mentioned in the book of Daniel. I thought it was so interesting how you went up through history with all of these things, and then you said out of your own mouth, and I wanted to jump in when you said it. You said, and then there was World War II, more deaths, the largest war, yada, yada, yada. Well, listen to this. I believe that everything started with World War II as far as biblical prophecy, the sounding of the trumpets. Uh, you know, Israel was reborn as a result of of World War II. Mm -hmm. Think about it. World War II, the effect of World War II was Israel reborn. That is the major prophecy in the scriptures. What mm -hmm. else happened with World War II? The largest war in human history, more deaths in human history, more nations of the world involved in human history. What else happened? The invention of the nuclear weapon, and it was used. What have we ushered in since then? Nuclear world Nuclear scares. You mentioned it in the United States and Russia. You said, well, it never happened. Oh, but It doesn't matter. It has affected our world, our government, and our politics, and our economies ever since. World War II ushered in these biblical prophecies. But, listen, then you went on and you said the Gulf War. The mother of all wars. You said, like that's supposed to be biblical. Brother, not only is it biblical, where is the Gulf War? Babylon. Baghdad. Tigris, Euphrates. Mm -hmm. There are prophecies in Revelation that say that's where it's going to end. And today as we're doing this radio program, I don't know how many times it's going to be aired, but we're still in Babylon. The United States of America. The whole world has its focus and attention on Iraq, Iran, that whole area. We're there. It's all going on because of us. And I personally think we need to be there, but I'm just saying that it's all about the United States and Babylon and wars and armies and the mothers of all wars, and it's all happening there. Now what's happening in distress in our world like never before? Well, terrorism. It's a worldwide effort now, worldwide fear. Uh, uh, the disasters, people say, well, we've always had hurricanes and earthquakes and, and things like that. Yes, we have, but they've never had the worldwide attention, nor have they had such devastating effect. We now have huge population areas because of technology and growth of cities. Whole population areas of tsunamis. 58,000 people died in the tsunami in Sri Lanka, the headlines of the newspaper says. It's lying right in there in your studio. I just saw it a few moments ago. 58,000 people died in that. Do you know that's more people than we lost in the Vietnam War? In one tsunami, and then the headlines of the paper says, and disease and pestilence is to follow. Can you imagine the scope of that? We live on the other side of the world, so we're not affected by it. But, I mean, we've had Ivan and Dennis and Katrina, and look, what's, you know, look what happened in New Orleans. And, 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 and that will go on for, for decades. And look at the disease there, you know, of the concern, and, 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 and on and on. And so the p- pestilence, the disease, the population centers. But here's the key to it, Mike. Yes, these tragedies have always occurred, but here's the key. They've never been worldwide concerns. But because now we have information, transportation, communication technologies, when the tsunami hit Sri Lanka, had that happened 50 years ago, we probably would have never heard about it in Milton, Florida, Mike. But when it hit the day it hit, the whole world heard about it, saw it, knew it, understood it, and responded to it in one way or another. And so there we are, Mike, with these things. This is the defining moment. Of the, These are the defining factors of, of, of the signs of the end time. You've got the rebirth of Israel. You've got communication, transportation, information technologies booming. You've got distress across the world, like the, the, like the prophet said, like the world has never seen. And the whole world is participating in it. The whole world is concerned about terrorism. The whole world responds to hurricanes and tsunamis and earthquakes now. The whole world watches it on television. On top of that, Israel was reborn in 1948. On top of that, World War II hit and everything that went with it that I just said. On top of that, there is a coming Antichrist. And on top of that, we now have the technology to take the gospel worldwide. All of the major prophecies concerning the end of time have been fulfilled and or are being fulfilled before our very eyes in our lifetime. We watch it on
0: TV every day. Yes, I believe we're in that generation. And we don't know the day and time, and neither does Jesus. We do not know the day or the hour, but we can discern the season or the time, if you will. And as Jesus said in Mark chapter 13, verse 35, keep watch because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether it's in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows are at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone watch. And let me tell you folks who the owner of the house is.
1: It is the Lord God Omnipotent. He owns this house and uh, he is coming
0: back. Okay. We are flat out of time once again. I know. how much really, fun this has been. We need to go more than a half hour. Oh, yeah, I programs. know you've got a lot of questions. We need another half hour. Would you please, though, well, let me, before we close in prayer, let's mention the website. It's www.hickoryhammockbaptist.org. It's a fantastic Thank you. website. Some of this stuff that we talk about today is on that website. It is. Uh, Carl, would you please uh, close us in prayer? I
1: will. Jesus, my greatest prayer is that somebody listening to this today would understand the signs of the time, the biblical true signs, not speculation, not conjecture, not hype, but the biblical true signs, and that they would surrender their life to you today, realizing that there is a God in heaven and you are on your throne, and that you, Jesus Christ are the Son of the Most High God and you and you alone are able to save. It's my prayer that Christians would draw closer to you after hearing this and that people would surrender their life to you as Lord and Savior after hearing this. That's my prayer. I ask you to anoint it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.